D'Angelo, oh, let's go, y'all. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been in motion. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had the time to connect. So Real Life, Real Talk Nation, I want you to tell a friend to tell a friend because I'm bringing everything, everything I have with every fiber of my being, me, myself, and I. Yo, I'm coming for blood today. I got a lot to say, and it's been a while, so I'm coming with that thunder. I'm coming with that passion. You know how we do it, so let's do it how we do it, and let's kick it how we kick it, all right? No matter the weather, this is where birds of a feather mm-hmm, come to flock together. At 12 p.m., it's my time to bring you the sunshine. And from the north to the south and the east to the west, listen, please do not stress. And the reason being is because you know listen to me you know you are blessed it's your hostess with the most is tyler campbell aka mr tc speaks mr real life real talk himself and i'm live and wild on your radio dial with a smile on my face mm-hmm. energy to waste yes that's right and if you're looking for inspiration unity and community empowerment is guaranteed ladies and gentlemen it is guaranteed that you are in the right place and so you already know Mm-hmm. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so that we can grow. And y'all, I'm so incredibly excited to be here. Tyler Campbell, your host. We're going to have a body rocking and shocking good time today. I am at TC Speaks 32 on all of your social media platforms. Yo, feel free to send me an email, Tyler at TCSpeaks.com, or you can write into my website, I am Tyler Campbell. Dot com and it's been a couple of weeks and that's why I'm so I'm so excited right good times within the country all right football has kicked off high school football in the state of Texas like no other so you got your Friday night lights and then you got your Saturday your Saturday love of college football and then some of us who aren't Cowboys fans we we will look forward we will look forward to our Sundays um I'm a Cowboys fan so as of right now man it, it's tough times to be a fan so um, but but a special day uh, yesterday for me, man. Real life, real talk, nation. I I, I dedicate uh, you know today's show to my wife, my amazing wife Shana. And y'all know if y'all listened to this show, y'all heard her come on as one of my guests from time to time, and uh, we were able to celebrate eleven years of marriage yesterday, man. Eleven years of marriage. She has not kicked me to the curb, and uh, eleven years of marriage, thirteen years. Uh, you know we've been together. And, you know, I, I, I told her all the time, like, you know, I, I, I thank her. Right. I thank my wife for literally teaching me being somebody who taught me how to love. Right. Somebody who exuded so much patience, somebody who 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 literally always has had my back. And y'all know this, man. I was 24 when I got married. She was 23 years old. Plenty. Let me tell y'all plenty of bad uh, bad decisions made in terms of the leadership of our family. Like, I, I've failed, right? I've, I've had some good things, but there's also been some things where I have slipped up and, and not led the right way. And and I'm just thankful that through it all, man, my wife has had my back, all right? I'm, I'm not easy to be with, man. I'm somebody who lives with MS, has multiple sclerosis, goes through the ups and downs of life on a larger, a larger scale. And so, Um, Man, just the amount of love, the amount of patience, the amount of grace that she has bestowed upon me. Yo, I thank you for that, babe. And uh, I dedicate this show to you. And like I said, Real Life, Real Talk Nation, it's been a couple of weeks since we've been together, man. Uh, You know, over the course of those two weeks, been able to take my kids 
back to the state of California. Y'all know my, my wife is from Oakland, California. We met each other while being student athletes at San Diego State University in California. I played football. My wife ran track. And so it was one of the first times I have a son named Messiah with my wife. We have, we have a middle child named Cheyenne who's four, and our youngest, Sage, is one. And so for the first time, We've been able to take all of our kids back to Cali together cohesively as a unit and, 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 and let them see family. Let them, let them see where mommy and daddy met each other at San Diego State University, like really just taking the opportunity to expose uh, our children to our life and how we grew up. And y'all know there's always power in exposure, right? And so being able to take our kids to, to Bruce's Beach in, in Los Angeles, right at Manhattan, Manhattan Beach, a beautiful area. And for most people who don't know Bruce's Beach, yo, it was actually um, the first ever uh, black resort, uh, beach resort or coastal resort uh, in, in the history of this country. It was the first one out west the first ever black beach resort out west and, and being able to take our kids there, right? Their first time being in the Pacific Ocean. Like there will never be another time where I'm able to take my babies to the ocean and see the joy of my son, like learning how to figure out waves and, and California uh, kids, like teaching him how to how to rock in the waves and in the water and watching my daughters build sandcastles together. There will never, ever be another first time. And I'm telling y'all, there's something so powerful, something so incredible that takes place when you expose your children, when you expose your when you expose uh, um, um, your heart into something new that you've never seen. It really breaks the doors off of your imagination. It breaks the doors off of you believing you can accomplish or do things that have never been done or ever been precedented because you begin to be exposed to those things. And that's what I saw was happening to my babies. And, and, and being able to take them to Snapdragon Stadium at San Diego State. Y'all, we got a brand new football stadium. We used to stay at a football stadium with the Chargers. The Chargers have been gone. Our school has been traveling for two years up to L.A. to play in the, in the Home Depot Center out, outdoor stadium out that way. So we finally had our own stadium. And, and being able to take the kids out and let them see our teammates and, and seeing the people that we grew up with, man, it was, it was just powerful. And, uh, you know, we, we, we keep the football theme going. You know, Texas-Alabama game last week, so had the pleasure of, of taking all the babies to the Texas-Alabama game. And, and the old man, Earl Campbell, yo, he showed us some love, got us some sideline passes, so we were able to go down on the field. My son could care less about football, man. But my daughter, she was like, yeah, Daddy, I want to I go down to the field. And I want to tell y'all, man, as a, as a former student athlete, as a former football player, I really and truly get emotional at football games, right? Because, I mean, not too many people know what it's like to to be in, in, in a stadium, be on floor level, like, and experience what it's like for a crowd to be yelling and screaming against either the opposition of what you're trying to do or for you as your team. Like, I'll never forget being in, in Notre Dame and in and, and those plays. I'll never forget playing at Ohio State in the horseshoe in front of 100,000 people. And, and people always ask, man, can you really, like, not hear what your quarterback is saying? Do you really – is communication really a factor? And I tell them, yes. But, man, the ability to have, like, the flyovers and, and knowing that people are there to watch you play a game that you love, it makes me emotional. I told my wife, man, I'm shedding tears. And so I'm thinking at the University of Texas, I'm about to have this amazing dynamic time. Like, we're going to duplicate what we did at San Diego State. Our kids are going to have a body rocking and shocking good time. I have the field passes to get on the sideline. You see VY, um, who's down there. You see the TJ Fours. You see all these historic Texas players on the field. So me and my daughter, we going because her biggest thing is seeing Bevo, all right, the mind of a four-year-old. She want to see Bevo. So I was like, cool, daddy going to take you to see that. As we're checking in, 
man, Kevin Durant was checking in at the same time. Kevin Durant was right there next to us. The Oklahoma City Thunder fan came out of me, man. Kevin Durant was right there. And I was geeked and I was hyped. And I said, I looked down, I told my baby, I said, babe, I said, Cheyenne, listen, that's Kevin Durant. And I asked Kevin, can we get a picture? And he was like, yeah, get a pic. And I looked at my daughter, and she's like, no, no, I don't want a pic. Um, and she's like, daddy, I want to go home. It's too loud here. It's too loud here. And she's got her ears covered up. And I'm like, yo, baby, but it's Kevin Durant. It's like I wanted the picture more than she did because that's not what she was into. She just wanted to see Bevo, you know, and, and, and. I go from being emotional, I go from being able to try to try to give my daughter this experience uh, that she's never had, and what I failed to understand was I allowed the distraction of Kevin Durant to supersede my purpose for the day, which was giving my daughter uh, an opportunity for us to share time and to do something that she truly enjoyed, right? I got caught up with the distraction. And that would set the precedence for what it is that I want to let that marinate on your cerebrum today. And we'll probably end up going through both segments to try to get this stretched across. But I want to I want you guys to utilize the mishap that I had that I had to catch myself that I had to apologize to my daughter for because I allowed a distraction to supersede what our purpose was for the day. Our purpose was for finding Bevo and taking pictures, which we eventually got there. But her world was so tarnished by the loud screams. And the pausing that I did with this six foot ten human being that she just became so ready to leave that it totally disrupted the flow of the entire day. And it didn't get better when we got into the stands. And so I want my let that marinate on your cerebrum today to be there are severe consequences for allowing distractions to supersede your purpose. Mm, write that down. Write that down. There are severe distractions for allowing there are, there are severe consequences for allowing distractions to supersede your purpose. Your purpose in life is your calling, ladies and gentlemen. And that comes from me, from, from, from my mentor, Rodney Page. We'd always say, Tyler, your purpose is your calling. It is your life's work. What is your life's work? Do you understand your life work today? Like, what is that thing that has been spurned over your soul that you know that you are supposed to, 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 to accomplish? And, and the thing is, the purpose keeps us guided. The purpose keeps us humble. The purpose keeps us governed. The, the purpose keeps us with direction. All right. And when we don't, when we don't, when we lose, or excuse me, when we lose sight, rather, when we lose sight of our purpose, then we become lost. Right. And then you become lost. You don't know where to take aim. And when you don't know where to take aim, that means you don't know where to place your energy um, in life each and every day that you wake up. You don't know where your energy goes. And so where all your energy goes is towards the distractions that come to derail you from getting to that place of understanding what you are supposed to be doing day in and day out in life. So we exhaust ourselves based off of things that have no preface, that have no presence, that have no, um, no purpose for being in our life because we're distracted. So what distractions do you need to start eliminating out of your life? Because you can't take aim because you don't know the target. The distraction is keeping you from hitting to the target. What are the distractions in your life? Yo, and, and here's the beautiful thing about it, though. I want to reassure you because I think I want, I want to take people back to all those times in your life when you've become knocked off the path, right? When you've lost sight of what you're supposed to do. When you've gotten in trouble for something in your past. When you've messed up. When you've said things that have hurt people. All right, the beautiful thing about life is as long as you are willing to humble yourself, as long as you are willing to recognize that, yo, I messed up and I need to get this right, it's okay 
because you can get back on the path and start getting yourself back governed towards what it is that you need to be doing with your purpose. All right. So anytime you fall off the map, anytime you fall off or feel like you're coming short, anytime you feel like you've gotten distracted, have no fear because all you have to get, all you have to do is just realign yourself, govern yourself and stay glued and committed to your purpose. Get back on the highway towards that right way of life and you'll get back to where you need to be. Now, yes, there may be some apologizing and yes, it may be very tough for you to do. And yes, it can be difficult to look in the mirror at yourself and say, man, self, we really messed up. But in so in doing those things, after all that's done, yo, you clear. You are ready. And so there are severe consequences for allowing distractions to supersede your purpose. All right. The distractions will eliminate you from getting to where you want to be. So as you look at your life today, this Saturday, as we dive deeper into the message, yo, what distractions do you need to get rid of so you can grow closer, grow stronger and stay focused on your purpose? Yes. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Yes, yes, y'all. Oh, man, yes. Yeah, that 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 has me standing up in the booth today. Yeah, that is Survivor, man. 1985, Burning Heart. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, at TC Speaks 32. This is the Horn Radio Station where we are live, we are local, and we are digital. Download that Horn app. Take us everywhere that you go. We always post everything on SoundCloud. Yes, 104.9, the Horn, baby. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow um, earlier, if you missed that first segment, yo, shame on you, all right? Yes, shame on you, but if, in the first segment we talked about in that Let That Marinate on Your Cerebrum, just just kind of about how we, you know, took my family on, on, on the vacation to California and, and going to the beach and, and going to football games at SDSU um, and, and just talked about how um, I got distracted at the Texas-Alabama game last week um, in terms of, you know, just kind of slipping up as a father, seeing Kevin Durant and, and knowing that that's not what my daughter was into at that time. We were on field level. She just wanted to find Bevo. And uh, just open and vulnerable and just letting people know that sometimes our distractions, um, there are severe consequences for allowing our distractions to supersede our purpose. And, and it's easy to get distracted. I got distracted. That wasn't the purpose for the day. The purpose was looking after my daughter, getting her to Bevo, and I, and I missed that. I missed that. You know what I'm saying? And so I wanted to relay uh, my vulnerability with you all and, and learn from those things because it's very easy to find yourself distraction. And when you when you get distracted from what it is that you're supposed to be doing, when you're distracted from your life's calling, it's very easy to find yourself a lot more angry. Right. Because you're a lot more lost. Um, you find yourself in a situation where your energy or your synergy just becomes off. You find yourself just a lot more stressed. You find yourself questioning yourself a lot more when you step further and further away from the purpose of your life. That's how extremely important it is. And it's crazy because it's a one word, but it means so much, that purpose. But we don't ask ourselves um, what we are supposed to be doing. What is that thing that we need to be? What is the calling over our heart that fulfills that void? Because when you have purpose, that means you can cock back and take aim towards what you want. We have a lot of people going in different directions and they're lacking the aim and the focus that it takes to get there. But it's because they're so distracted that they can't even hit a target. Woo. So, again, when 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 you have when you're out of alignment, how can I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're out of alignment, it makes it difficult to carry out your assignment. Ooh, let that breathe. Let that breathe. That's a little bit football terminology. When you are out of alignment, it can make it difficult to carry out your assignment. So let me drop this on you on this. Let that marinate in your cerebrum. All right. 
there are severe consequences for allowing distractions to supersede your purpose. All right, that's it. So y'all are saying, yo, TC, how do I eliminate that? How do I help myself with that? Okay, very simple. Listen, let's start with the basics. We all have phones. Utilize your phone. You cannot leave it up to the human mind. You have so much stuff going on day in and day out. You can't rely on the mind to remember everything. I'm a multiple sclerosis patient. I speak from perspective and, and experience that my mind can often be my Achilles heel. I suffer from memory loss issues. I got to rely on my phone to keep me guided, to keep me governed, to keep me focused, to eliminate the distractions, all right? So I can stay on my purpose. So use the calendar on your phones, right? Write notes wherever it is that you have to so that you can ensure that you have intense focus, like laser focus, towards the purpose you are supposed to be fulfilling for yourself day in and day out, that you make time for it, that you hold yourself accountable for it, so that you set alerts for it. You see what I'm saying? Do whatever it is that you can. And I use the phone as an example because we take it everywhere we go. So if you take it everywhere that you go, then you doggone it better start using it. Set calendars, set alerts, keep yourself reminded, keep yourself governed, because if you don't, if you don't, there will be severe consequences the further you delay yourself from getting to your purpose. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can tell, I got that Rocky theme going for myself. Um, I told y'all I got very emotional at the Texas-Alabama game. You know, when you get to the flyovers, that inner player sitting in the locker room, hearing the Jets fly over, hearing the fans scream and how it just vibrates the locker room. When you put your hand in the dirt, you can't understand what the what the quarterback is saying. Um, but all of that, I just feel, felt all those emotions as a former football player, man. And, and so I got emotional. Those emotions led me to start watching the movie Creed, one, two, and I even watched Rocky Four, like back to back, boom, 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 like all over the weekend and all through the week. Um, because I love I love those sports stories. I love the lessons taught. I love the emotions that come with it. When a when a man has to take himself to a place that he does not like to go because he has to confront the wounds of his past, but in doing so, it allows him or her, better yet, to conquer the opposition that is in front of them. Uh, that 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 essentially is what led me watching Creed one, Creed two, and Rocky, and that's why I got that burning heart. So we're gonna have all Rocky themed soundtrack songs from either Rocky or the Creed movies uh, who, who are gonna play today. And, and in doing so, I watched the movie when I watched the movie Creed um, and one and two and Rocky, and, and I felt like there was a theme that went through all the movies that was unspoken, and I felt like the moment that Rocky Balboa. Sylvester Stallone, the moment that Adonis Creed, Michael B. Jordan, the moment that they started to give themselves permission to be great was when the miraculous things started to happen and shape them as boxers, right? That, that, that allowed them to get to those title moments in, in the movies. And I felt like it was a valuable lesson to learn because I feel like so many of us are caught up in situations where we feel like we're doing the right thing, where we, 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 we feel like um, we're, we're, we're working hard or, or, or we're trying to do the things that we feel like the list of checklists that we need to do to get us that will allow us to get where we want to be. And I feel like we overlook the one elephant in the room that is stopping us from getting there, and it's ourselves. I feel like in the midst of working, when it comes time for the lights to shine, we don't give ourselves permission to be great and really, really savor the moment. We don't give ourselves the permission to believe that we can be that superhero. 
give ourselves permission to believe that that we can be the ones that change the stars of our li- of our family's lives and our community. We don't we don't believe in ourselves to give ourselves permission enough to do something that has never been seen or been done before. And I felt like the moment that both of those characters in those movies gave themselves permission to do what had never been done, they gave themselves permission to be great. That's what led the storyline. You know, the NFL NFL uh, you know, segue kicked off or the NFL season kicked off with the Bills versus the the LA Rams, I believe. And and I remember before the game started leading up to that week in all offseason, everybody talked about how the LA Rams were were coming to repeat. Everybody talked about how um, in the opening season it's theirs for the taking, right? And, and, and leading up to the game, the Buffalo Bills are sitting here. And I'm saying to myself, like, why in the world is everybody discrediting the Buffalo Bills? Because people forget, like, Josh Allen has been to the playoffs like three years in a row. Been so close in these championship games, it just so happens they play the cheat or they play, they play these other teams in, in the past and they've lost only by seven points. Why would they not have some form of rallying point behind the media for them because of what they've done? Yes, they haven't won the Super Bowl, but doggone it, they're not a sorry football team. They're right there. And for Pete's sake, Von Miller is on their team now who once played for the L.A. Rams. And so I told, I told people, y'all said, man, watch out for the Bills. And, and, and they were a pivotal example because a lot of times we disqualify our own qualifications. We, 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 we forget for, for us to give ourselves permission to be great because we look so much focused on the opposition instead of recognizing that, yo, we got a right to be here too. And so as you're listening into this, I want to ask you, what are you stopping yourself personally from being great at? What is that thing that's holding you back from doing what has never been done? It is yourself. It's not the problem. It, it, it's not your boss, right? It's not, it's not your family. It's not your friends. We got to look inwardly at ourselves and give ourselves literally that permission that we need. I, I want you to walk into your blessing. That's the best way I can say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just need to allow yourself to walk into your blessing, all right, and, and, and believe that it's your time. So many times we want something, but then we shun ourselves. We downplay ourselves. We say, nah, that's not for me. Or, or, nah, it's not my time. That, 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 that's too easy. Like, that, that, that can't be my dream. That's that. Nah, it, it wouldn't be my time. So much stuff has not worked out in my life in the past, TC. Like, there's no way that it's my, I, you know, it, it might just, it's not for me. And, and we talk ourselves out of things. And I want to tell you, please, give yourself permission to be great. Nothing but good comes from when you give your all into something, not give a little bit and hold something back because you're scared of the failure. When you give it your all and you're free from worry about anything, um, it's so easy to deny ourselves. Say next year, next month, not another time. It's easy to do that. It's harder when we have to come in through this thing and we actually have to give our all towards everything that we want to do in life. And that's all I want you all to do is, is to do and do it and go against the grain for it. And literally say, today, I'm going to give myself permission to be great. I have a nine-year-old son, man. He loves Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, it's all over his wall. Him and Miles Morales from Spider-Man. And, and you know, he's a junior Olympian. He, 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 he loves track. Not as much as he loves art. And, and I tell my son, the one ingredient that you're missing, son, and when you figure this out, it will change your stars in all of your life. 
I want you to recognize how brilliant, how handsome, how amazing you truly are and give yourself permission to allow yourself to be great. I told him that the other night at the bed. I'm telling you something I share with my own son. I told him, be, have, allow yourself to have the permission to be great. I said, you love Dr. King. Dr. King is somebody who was encouraging people of the masses to allow themselves to be great, to fight for what they want, to learn or to savor equality because that's what you need. And I said, you love that man on the wall, son. But you also have to take accountability for yourself and start living out what he's talking about. Give yourself permission as a young man, Messiah. Give yourself permission to be great. And don't be the thing that holds you back. Yo, it's not the other kids in the class. Yo, it's, it's, it's not the teacher. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about nobody else but you. And that's the same way you need to feel. Block out everything else. Worry about you and say, today, I'm going to give myself permission to be amazing, doggone it. All right. Principle number one, we'll come back on the other side of some more Rocky theme music. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in because we're giving our permission, giving ourselves permission to do some amazing things today. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. You ain't standing on your word. You lose respect. Men up. Check. Chest out. Check. Chin and welcome check. back, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, y'all? Going into segment number three, Tyler Campbell, Mr. TC Speaks, Mr. Real Life, Real Talk himself. Right here, going live and wild on your radio dial at TC Speaks 32 on all your social media platforms. Y'all tell a friend to tell a friend. We got the liveest show on Saturday afternoons in Central Texas. All right, appreciate everybody for taking the time to listen and to and to rock with us. Um, you know, just, just real passionate from me today. You know, in terms of of of, of giving yourselves permission because I, I get I, it hurts me when I see people disqualify their qualifications like it, it crushes me when I see when I see people not feel like they have the amazing potential and that's it it's, it's just potential because you got you got to do something with it all right so it's, it's called potential because it's there but but you have to do something to pull it out of yourself and 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 and, and make it a reality right nobody else can do that for you and, and so I, I really am passionate about this subject of of, of, of giving yourself permission to be great Right. And I think the song that you just played in in the intro music is, is powerful. Right. You got Nas on the album. You got uh, on that song. You've got uh, Rick Ross on that song. And that comes from the, the Creed 2 soundtrack. And the song is called Check. And, and it literally is, is giving yourself an evaluation before you step out in the world to go after what it is that you want. The man says, chin up. Check. You know, chest out. Check. You know, the ability to listen. Check. I mean, all those essential things, it wasn't just another rap song that was being played. It was going through a checklist of things to govern yourself by, going back to let that marinate on your cerebrum in the first segment and talking about how we eliminate distractions because they will have severe consequences that will inhibit us from achieving our purpose. And now we're following through with giving ourselves permission. So we talked about giving yourself permission to be great. We have this checklist that this song was so nice enough to give us that we can check ourselves by to allow us to have that permission for ourselves to believe that we can go out and do what we're supposed to do in life. Yeah, 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 it's, it's a mouthful, it's a lot, but essentially I'm just trying to get you to, to believe in you um, because that's what, that's what works. Like, you work. <laughs> yeah, you are enough. Yeah, 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 you are necessary and we need you. Yeah, that, that, that thing, a powerful thing happens when you start giving yourself permission. 
to be great. And that was what was going on in the first segment. So the Rocky theme, the Creed theme of music, we will continue to keep throughout. Um, principle number one, obviously I said that, give yourselves permission to be great. And, and, and you know what, I, I've talked about the, the Rams in the last segment versus the Bills in the last segment. You got to play that thing, rewind it back, because I was not surprised that the Buffalo Bills did their thing. And it's because they got to a, a standpoint in their locker room where they gave themselves permission to be great. They they did they 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 did not pay attention to what the outside media was saying about the L.A. Rams and and coming back and Matt Stafford and and all this other stuff. Hoorah about the defending champs! They just said, "Man, we've been here before. Yo, we we, we here now. They're gonna have to go through us also to get there. We we've been to the playoffs three years in a row. We're not no sorry team." And they came out and they showed it because they gave themselves permission to be great. Yo, you do you and give yourself that permission today. Prism number two: Give yourself permission. My brothers and my sisters, Real Life, Real Talk Nation, yo, give yourself permission to be celebrated. And I, and I feel like we, we, we also have to talk about that because um, the, the way of the world, um, sometimes even our faith can put us into a place where we don't allow celebratory moments in our life because we feel like in motions or moments of receiving celebration that we are taking steps back that we are resting in our laurels, right? That we are getting further and further away from humility. And I want to tell somebody today, doggone it, allow yourself to be celebrated whenever you can in life. Brother, it, it is so hard being an entrepreneur. Man, my sister, it can be a very, very lonely road going after what it is that you are making your mind up to go after in life. Right. Going after this purpose, going after this 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 thing that you need to do with your life and utilizing your gifts to get you there. It can be very lonely. It can be very uncertain. All right, There are people who are listening to this show right now. You are doing something that has never been done in your family before. You are doing something uh, that is new, that that you don't know what lays on the other side of this decision that you have made to go on this journey that you are now embarking on. And it can be scary. That's why I'm speaking from the standpoint of allowing people to celebrate you, allowing people to dig and give you some compliments, allow people to love on you, all right, because of of, of the stress and the weight that comes towards doing you, right, and being confident in you and giving yourself this permission. You don't know what's on the other side of this because you're doing a new thing. And so when people are kind enough to celebrate you, when people have been sent, that's the word, when people have been sent into your life to keep you encouraged, to give you kind words, to, to produce words of affirmation and, and to give you hugs or, or to, to take you to dinner, right, to wrap their arms around you. So people who say you're doing a good job, um, I don't want y'all to sideswipe that. I don't want you to step over those moments, allow people to do those things, and you be totally authentic, fully within yourself to receive those things, all right? Because those things keep you uplifted. They keep you going, all right? And, 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 and people, you know, people appreciate you and see you, people that appreciate you and see you, like, stepping out on faith in life, um, for the purpose that's called over you, understand that's a bold thing. And it's actually inspiring to others who are looking on. And I think that's it. We get so caught up within ourselves. At the same time, you forget that the journey you're embarking on, this thing that has never been done before in your life, this thing that you're going to actually stand up and, and put your name aside, 
don't forget that you are inspiring other people who haven't yet made that leap for themselves. Or maybe you are inspiring people who will one day look back on the moment that they saw you doing what you're doing that allows them to walk confidently into a marriage, that allows them to birth and have their own children, all because they watched you do something passionately, fulfilling a purpose that gave them a level of confidence when it comes to doing something and taking a chance on themselves in life. And so when you allow people to celebrate you, it is their opportunity to give back so much or something little that, that doesn't compare to what you've been giving them. It, it, it's, it's a purposeful thing. And allow people to appreciate you. Allow people to just love on you. All right? Because some people could be careless and they could, they could say, man, we don't care what happens in your life. Man, but when you got people who actually sit there and, and, and love on you, it's special. That whole purpose of like, I don't need anybody. Like, I got this. I'm going to grind on this thing. I'm going to do this thing. Then you're missing out on the hugs, the kisses, the flowers, the surprises, the parties, the phone calls. Yo, the thank yous. You just totally cast out those things because you say, I'm not saying don't get out here and drive. I'm not saying don't get out here and work for what you want. I say those things. But at the same time, yo, you got to give yourself also permission to get some celebratory moments in your life. Um, so that you can appreciate this work that you're doing so you don't burn yourself out. And we've seen that a lot of times, too. People get burnt out. Why do they get burnt out? Yo, they don't take some time to celebrate. I'm not saying, like, go off the walls. You got you to gotta go on a binge down through Mexico. You got to do something crazy. I'm not saying that. But it's okay to step off the gas for a second and get around people who love you. I say that passionately because it's something I've had to learn to do in my own personal life. Y'all know I get on this microphone. I don't give you nothing. I'm not dictating. I'm not giving you orders of things I haven't already experienced for myself. Because I've been on this road of trying to measure and get to that level of authentic positivity, right? And then the only way you can do that is, uh, you know, by being your full and authentic self. And, and one of the things that I've had to work on to be authentic is to get to a place to allow people to love on me. Uh, I'm, I'm the type of person who, who gets to a place, honestly, where, where compliments are very uncomfortable for me, right? They, they just are. And so I literally had to go back, search through my life, figure out where in the world does that come from? How do I readdress that so I can allow people to love on me? Because this journey of just being a good person, yo, it is hard. Because the way of the world is tell you, you don't have to try to be a good, genuine person. You just need to do what you're supposed to do at all costs to get to where it is that you want to be, even if that means stepping all over other people to do it. That's the psyche of the world that we live in. So to try to govern yourself and to try to live yourself in a different light opposing to that, especially when people you've seen or known have had success doing that, yo, it's tough. And so... When, when my wife can tell me, hey, you're doing a good job. When, when your friends, when your friends say, hey, man, I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing. Like, you don't know this, but, it, but it's inspiring me to want to do that for myself. Allow people to speak those things into your life. Because the road traveled to being a better you. The world traveled to going after a dream that you have that nobody else does. It's tough and it's hard. 
How do you keep committed? How do you keep focused? You got to grind for it. You got to wake up early. You got to do all those, go to sleep late. Yeah, yeah, do all of that stuff. But you also got to allow people to celebrate you and those small victories of what you're doing along the way. Because when you get celebrated along the way, little by little, it's like, man, somebody sees what I'm doing. It's like, yep, that, that keeps me encouraged. Yep, that's why I wake up so early. Yep, yep, that's why I don't drink. That's why I don't smoke. That, that, that's why um, life and living is very simple for me. Yep, that, that, that's why I don't get my paycheck and just blow it all on, on materialistic things. Yep, those things. Um, and, and, and in turn, yo, by you not allowing other people, watch this. This is how crazy it is. Check this out. I just thought about this. When you don't allow other people to celebrate you, you stopping them from getting a blessing that they're supposed to get. Yeah, 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 because it was on their heart to do something kind for you. You can't even let them showcase that kindness. Then you stopping them from receiving another blessing divinely that's supposed to come their way because they can't give you what they're supposed to give. Don't allow people to give. I'm not talking about dollar signs all the time. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about perspective. I'm talking about celebration. I'm talking about hugs. I'm talking about kisses. I'm talking about a laugh, a joyful moment, a dinner that they take you to, a lunch that they, they, they take you out to, a conversation. Some peace of mind that they that they of a conversation that they can bestow upon you. Yo, give yourself permission. Yep, to be celebrated. That's principle number two, man. I'll catch y'all on the other side of this break. Keep that rocky theme going. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. And when I hear this, woo, when I don't hear this, I don't care if I'm having the worst day. This this that pick me up. That dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, man. That's it. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, Mr. Real Life Real Talk himself, at TC Speaks 32. This is the Horn Radio Station. We are live. We are local. We are digital. Let's go, man. I love saying that, y'all. Listen, there's a difference between being on a podcast and being on the air with the radio station, man. You got to learn how to get in and out of your breaks. You got you to gotta shout out the, 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 the network. Man, this is it's special, y'all. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah, some people got podcasts, but not everybody has their own radio show. What what a blessing. And, and I thank you all, Real Life, Real Talk Nation. Yo, this is special, all right? This is special. Um, Rocky has been getting us through the theme of Rocky and, and Creed Two, the lessons learned. We've been talking about giving ourselves permission. Yep, giving yourself permission, you know? That's what we've been talking about. So giving ourselves permission to be great. I talked about that. I, I talked about that as principle number one in the second segment. It's, it's giving yourself permission permission to allow like do things that have never been done before in your life and and a lot of times we say nope that can't be me or nope I'm not supposed to be doing this or nope it's not my time you know that's for somebody else yo give yourself permission to unleash the greatness and the amazing stuff that is inside of you so we can be blessed this throughout the entire world by watching you do what you do yeah you have the ability to make that type of impact and so many times we disqualify our own qualifications and we don't allow ourselves the permission to be great. That's the only thing that's stopping us. It's, it's not because this person grew up with money. It's not because they were, they, like, the connection. It's not, it's, it's none of that. It's because they allowed themselves the permission to be great. Give yourself permission um, to do that starting today. Don't disqualify your qualifications. Principle number two uh, talked about giving yourself permission to be celebrated. Um, and, I, and I was vulnerable and open about this. Uh, celebratory moments in my life are very hard. It's very, it was very difficult um, for me to allow people to celebrate me, it, it makes me it made it made me uncomfortable. 
for for a long amount of time. It would it would make me feel like I'm celebrating, but man, I'm supposed to be working. I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to be doing that. And I want to tell people that you can work yourself into craziness. You can miss out on a lot of the amazing like life. I feel like is supposed to also be fun. I feel like it's a lot of work, a lot of trial tribulations, but but your joyous moments should outlive those things. And and for me, over the past couple of years, it's been about learning how to be celebrated and opening my and when you learn that it's okay to be celebrated, when you learn it's okay to allow people to do nice things for you or to appreciate you or to deal you a compliment, it frees you up. And the reason being is because it's very lonely on this road of you trying to do what you're supposed to do in life, of living out a purpose, of accomplishing a dream. A lot of that stuff is unheard of because that's not the dialogue that we engage in amongst friends, amongst family members on the regular. So by you taking the step out and saying that, you're already an outlier. And the last thing an outlier needs to do is to continue to feel like he doesn't fit or she doesn't fit anywhere or nobody sees what they're doing or, or you're just further walking this path of loneliness when it comes to a dream. What happens is people are sent, people are in your life that appreciate and do see you for what you're doing, and you have to allow people to celebrate you. You got to allow people to love on you in this process of grinding. You got to allow people to hug on you in those moments of when uh, you call people and your idea gets shut down. Uh, You can't rely on yourself to keep pulling and keep pulling and keep pulling. Yo, allow people to help strap up and pull that rope with you. Yeah, you got to allow them to do that because the struggle is real and it's hard. So allow yourself the permission to be celebrated by other individuals in your life. And watch this. If you don't allow them to celebrate you, then you are responsible for blocking the blessing that's coming their way because they were sent to you to carry out a task to love on you, and you won't even let them do it. So not only are you hurting yourself, but, man, you're hurting these innocent bystanders in the process. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. And when I came to that reality, it changed. I had to throw up my hands and say, man, yeah, we got to go on a lunch date today to my wife. Like, yep, yep, got to call a friend and and let them know I appreciate you for checking in on me. Yep, got to do those things. What is that in your life? And let yourself be celebrated. Last principle, give yourself permission Mm -hmm. to self-advocate. Yep, yep, there's a lot of definitions out there. Give yourself permission to self-advocate. But you know me, y'all, I I come from the TCSV, Mm -hmm. the Tyler Campbell Standard Version of the Dictionary. Right. I come from the Tyler Campbell standard version of the dictionary. Y'all know how I rock, man. I make up my own terms, my own definitions because uh, it's relevant towards me. Yep. Yep. I don't always depend on Webster. I got to depend on me and how I process things. All right. So for me, the self-advocacy, self-advocate in the Tyler Campbell standard version of the dictionary, it is the ability to speak up or fight. I love that. The ability to speak up or fight for the things that matter to you. Yep. Speak up and fight. Two words that most people uh, or the country or the world teaches us to silence ourselves towards. Yo, you got to go after it. You got to hunger after it. You have to make your voice heard. I'm not saying go belligerent, go crazy, go popping off at the mouth, but you got to stand behind what you believe in. You got to stand behind the calling over your heart. You have to be firm with the purpose that you have been divinely called to do. So you got to self-advocate for that thing. You got to start speaking out and be openly impassioned about it. And I, and I love hard knocks, right? We talk about football season. I love hard knocks on HBO. Got a chance to meet Chris Weaver from NFL Films when he was doing the documentary on my dad. Long, long, long time ago, NFL uh, Hall of Famer Earl Campbell. 
Um, so love, love, love Hard Knocks. And and if you watch the Detroit Lions this season on Hard Knocks, I think one of the most, oh man, one of the most nostalgic, right? One of the most captivating moments of the entire series was in episode one when running back Jamal Williams from the Detroit Lions gave his his teammates after their first padded practice an inspirational message. He talked about being with the organization last year, how they weren't winning any football games, and his teammates got to see a level of vulnerability for him because he also cried in his inspirational messages to him. I mean, he literally told them, if you want to pee like a puppy, then you stay on the porch because you got to let the big dogs eat. And I'm not using the expletives that he used. But you could literally see in the moment how much he was advocating towards what he believed this team should be able to do this season in 2022. And whenever you can see a grown man on the gridiron, when, listen, we, we all come from different backgrounds. The sport means something different to all. But whenever you can see one of your brothers shedding tears because they are so passionate about this game that we are all putting blood behind, yo, it does something to you. And so your ability to advocate, to, to, to speak up, to fight, maybe not physically, but, but even mentally to fight for what you want. It is a powerful, moving thing that a human being can do that not only yourself recognize, that other people do too because it's just that doggone, where, that, that doggone rare. And so how do we get to that place? What keeps us fighting in those moments of despair, when tragedy happens, when doors have been closed in our life, as you're advocating and as you're speaking for what you want, it also takes you down this road of traveling towards uh, this thing called authentic positivity. You see, life is going to give you all the punches in the kidneys, in the ribs, in the jaw that it can give you day in and day out as soon as you wake up. That's life's me, Man, it is coming. Enemy is coming to derail you 100% with everything that they have. But when you learn how to take your bumps and your bruises, when you learn how to shield uh, the punches and deflect and defend yourself up against the opposition, it allows you to hide behind your, your blocking skills with a smile on your face because you know that no matter what life is throwing at you, it can't come from you. And when you've achieved those things, you've walked into a level from self-advocacy that got you to a level of authentic positivity. And that comes from a place of when a person is willing to address themselves and, and, and deal with all the painful moments in their lives, past, present, and what could potentially come in the future. When a person can really sit back and address those things, conversate those things, walk those things out. When life has been beating you and breaking you down from 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 your from your standing position down to your knees and you're willing to look at yourself in the mirror to try to figure out what exactly happened uh to learn from those painful moments to not to not throw them to the side to not cast them in the back of your mind and act as if they never existed when you can stand firm and say man I want to address this thing because if I address this thing it's going to keep me fighting when people have constantly thrown and scorned you told you what you couldn't do yeah, yeah, yeah. When you step up to people and start advocating and saying, man, when you did that to me, it disrespected me. I don't appreciate it. But it also made me hungry. And I'm not going to allow your words to stop me from getting towards where I want to be and where I need to be because my calling is higher than you. Then you get to a place of authentic positivity that's not fake. That also changes the way you approach opposition in your life. 
because now you know that you have addressed the wounds of your past. You've addressed those, those, those daunting moments in your life, and you are ready to move forward into a better future. And it's authentic. People look at me and say, man, he, he, does he really smile this way? Does, does, he, why is he, does he really laugh all the time? Does he have all this energy? The reason I do is because of authentic positivity. Yo, the man above blessed me with, 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 with knowledge. I, he told me I had to seek out help. I had, to, I, had to understand, I had to address wounds in my past. I had to stop myself from being held back from things I had not addressed. And because I've started to do those things, it's freed, it's, it's freed me up to be more happy, more joyful, more appreciative of, of not just the things I'm doing, but the people in my life. The appreciation for you all is Real Life, Real Talk Nation listeners. It's authentic. And when you get to a place of addressing those wounds and now you can be authentic because you have the freedom and the capacity to take on all of that, yo, it changes things. Your attitude towards how you do it, it changes everything. And so give yourself permission, my brothers and my sisters, to self-advocate. Give yourself permission to be great. Give yourself permission to be celebrated. And give yourself permission to self-advocate. Start speaking up for what you want and fight for it. Not always physically, but emotionally and verbally. Thank you, Jamal Williams from the Detroit Lions. I needed that. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. So we can. Well, I got grow. news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Act like you know up in here. Cheap beat.